Yeah, welcome to Racer's Alley here at Meany Radio. Uh, yar, yar. Uh, we just had to... Oh, just came into the studio here, and uh, it's a nice evening out. It's very, very cool and chilly. It's actually very deceivingly cold. Yar. So anyhow... Tonight, uh, Pam Tastic is going to be playing at Emperor Norton's. I mean, uh, her uh, group is going to be performing at Emperor Norton's Night Comedy over at Turk and Larkin at 7 p.m. So definitely go out and support our Mutiny Radio crew who does, uh, well, she has a bunch of crews out there running comedy right now through the week, and we'll go over that schedule later. Enjoy uh, tonight. It's going to be nice warm there. Emperor Norton's is really cool. They have a couple of levels. They have all these great libations as well as beer and stuff. And uh, really nice chairs, really nice place to relax. It's actually, for a night like tonight, it would be great to go see some comedy, especially upstairs where it's cozy and all that good stuff, uh, especially on a cold night like tonight. And uh, so tonight, Pam will be there with Emperor Norton's at, uh, at Emperor Norton's at Turk and Larkin at 7 p.m. Otherwise, uh, welcome to Bracers Alley. I'm officially not here. Uh, life's going kind of funny lately, and I'm going to have to make some changes for sure, and living and working and all that good stuff. So anyhow, I'm just going to put on some music. Enjoy the Plimsolls, and welcome to Racers Alley here at Meet Me Radio in the heart of the mission. Yar. So let's see if that works. <laughs> yar, yar. Yeah, it makes perfect sense Seeing how the seeds were sown To find you out there on your own You say your goodbyes and broke all the ties Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Racers Alley here in the heart of the mission, and huh, we're officially not here. Uh, I'm just kind of just hanging, just to kind of you know get through some stuff, and uh, let's put on some more music again as I would just uh, just keep on going. So, cheers! Welcome to Racers Alley here at Beat Radio in the heart of the mission, and don't forget right now to actually go see. You know, uh, Pam Tastic and all her clan over at Emperor Norton's tonight at 7 p.m. in Turk and Larkin. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> so let's see how that will go. Do stuff like that. Yeah. Dark. 
good time. Shame on you, you're a disgrace to everyone. Shame on you, you're having too much fun. 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 Welcome back to Razor's Alley here at Meeting Radio in the heart of the mission. And uh, that sums up my uh, whole, whole romantic life through my life. Yar, uh, a lot of ladies put up with my stuff and it just ended up, uh, you know, never found a life partner per, per, per se. Uh, well, life ain't over yet, but uh, I'm still trying to race. And uh, Yar, if someone wants to, you know, hang out with his old carter and try to still go do racing, well, that's what I'm trying to do. 
and uh life's been kind of weird uh right now we are kind of off on the shows uh, even wade said oh, they're gonna forget who we are and i go well you know march is the you know, start of the official race season and yeah uh yeah as this particular uh producer here alex uh yeah, life's been taking a change, weird turn, and it's just like, I need to get rid of my house. I've had this house, you know, like, I lived there seven years, five of the years was all bullshit. Molly got under control, and then, oh, yeah, COVID comes, and, you know, even just trying to get it filled and stuff just ain't working. And all I ever really, really wanted was a nice house. <laughs> but it just seems like I'm going to have to go find a room somewhere in some place, you know, uh, somewhere or an apartment or, you know, um, a time machine. We'll be seeing what that means. Anyhow, welcome back to Racers Alley here at Meeting Radio in the Heart of the Mission. Tonight, Pam Tastic is going to be over at the Impor Nortons at uh, Turk and Larkin at 7 p.m. So go out there. It's a really cool night tonight. So it's actually it would be great to be indoors at Emperor Norton's. They have great libations. They have great libations at Emperor Norton's. So go in there, have a great time. And uh, boy, you know, you can all just get all where. It's a nice night actually to be dressed up. You know, when it gets colder, it's always nice to be like, you know, you have your stuff on. So that type of thing. So yeah. Anyhow, uh, enjoy. Uh, going to the show emperor norton's tonight turk and larkin at 7 p.m right now i really have nothing to say uh enjoy what are we gonna listen to next we shall see i think the plimsolls yar <laughs> mini radio heart of the mission
Welcome to Racer's Alley, and we're just listening to the Plim Souls. Cheers.
Yeah, so I messed up our set. Yeah, yeah. You're just so bright. Timbuktu Paul was a poor little rich boy He never had to 
prettiest girls in town Get paid $500 just to kick him when he's down Life is hard Can't buy happiness no matter what you do Can't get to heaven on roller skates Can't take a taxi cab to Timbuktu Life is hard Back to Races Alley here in the heart of the mission. We are. I'm not really here tonight, and we're just talking about just stuff. And, uh, yeah. So, anyhow, uh, tonight, uh, Pam will be at Emperor Norton's, 7 p.m. at Turk and Larkin. And they'll have a great show tonight. It's going to be really, really nice and warm out there. That's all I got to say about that. I'm pretty much just chilling and don't really have much to say about anything, about anything. So... Let's enjoy less, maybe some flim cells. We'll see. <laughs> so enjoy Races Alley. I'm not really here. Trials 
Racer's Alley, Yar Yar and the Plimsolls.
see that bank like name in the opening credit yeah yeah so they made a deal you, you will give us four movies from harry langdon studios or what have you and this was the first one and it was a hit okay so that's the application for him she wants him she feels bad he wants him to join the competition so sign here yes sweetie oh join but oh he could maybe be a double as a spy a uh no not even she just she just you know thinks he wants to give him a chance because uh he feels anyone could join okay oh the walk register for the walk right this is like the running walking man and this is like uh we had the cannibal run we saw where we could they drive cross country they're gonna he's gonna walk from massachusetts to california Oh my God. Oh my God. To promote a pair of shoes. Oh my God. Which, by the way, falls apart halfway through the race for him. I really it. like to go on my walks. But the thing is, like, if I get to like seven miles, I'm like, okay. Right. Once, once <laughs> my pedometer says 10,000 steps, I'm done. So I, I also, not recently, but in the past, I would like do a 10 mile on the weekend, like in 2015 or something. And walking? Like, it would knock your ass. Yeah, like in a hike and shit. It would, you would be great during a lot of, but at the way end, you're in your ass dragging only two more miles. Fuck. He's writing a note to his dad. He's like, don't worry about the rent due in three months. I have a surefire way to get 25 grand. All I got to do is walk to California. P.S. Did I mention I jerk off to that billboard girl? <laughs> Oh, better get Ma's wedding cock ring out of stock. Hawk, hawk. That that I actually out of hawk. Yeah, I've watched this movie a few times actually, Carl. And uh, I thought it was said hawk the second time. All right, so this is only an hour movie, and the whole premise is a race. So, how much running time do you think it's devoted to the actual race? This... <laughs> like I was expecting the whole film. They still haven't walked. Now, this is the night before, and the hotel's overbooked. And see, there's the, the car gas. Will you share your room? Right? It's the 20s. Fuck that. Right that happened the... to me in Texas. They were like, do you want a handicap access room? And I was like, no, I, I don't want anyone having access to my room. Handicap or no? Oh, yeah. Well, all right. I'm glad you made your point there. They don't care in Texas. So there's his room, right? I think he's a little obsessed. So he's he ripped, ripped, out the, ripped out all the posters along the yeah, way? Yeah, like he, that's like six billboards alone. You're right. He's fucking nuts. That's he must have went to Burden and got the that billboard and then West Burden. I thought he had a healthy like, oh, I like that girl. I'm going to marry her one day and where I'll have kids together and be happy. And I was like, what's wrong with that, Mike? But if he's stealing billboards, and, but, no. <laughs> but if Chris Farley did that, wouldn't that be cute and endearing? Oh, Bubble Boy. This movie reminds me of Jake Zillenhall in that in 19, like 2000 movie yeah. Bubble Boy, where he has to travel cross country because he, he wants to go girl he loves. Immunities. Now this this is a uh, so this is the the bad guy. Look at this. Ah. Got one up more up the sleeve. <laughs> Don't kiss the dirty outside billboard thing. Right? You know it's what? got that uh, paper, uh, wallpapery, and the, it was on with the glue. Okay, never mind me. 
nope oops fell apart now i don't know like do you think this would be funnier if the guy was like wide awake just waiting for him to stop because he's like Maybe. i thought it, i thought his eyes were open and he was just like patiently waiting this through but he's actually sound asleep during this there's two things in this movie that I, I wish they changed. This is one of them. I wish he was awake, just silently writing this out until, of course, it's complete disaster. Like a Jerry Lewis movie where the boss watches him try to sack cans. Mm-hmm. My other, my other th- complaint about this movie is that his dad makes shoes. He the co- competition is killing his dad's business. Competition is doing a competition where you walk into competition's shoes and you get twenty five thousand, which would save his dad. Yeah, he does the competition wearing. I don't know what pair of shoes he wears. I think it's his own. I don't think he's wearing burden. That's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. Wouldn't that make the movie better if he wore his own shoes? I don't know. Does he still win the prize? Yes, he does. Well, then, yeah. Yeah, that would be better. But his dad's not concerned about his company or or the competition. You'll see. His dad has a really interesting (laughs) subplot, which I don't want to reveal just yet. Okay. Here we go. Wow. Darn it. He really fell on that dude. That was a real fall, man. Say, what do you think? What do you think? Just trying to get to sleep. I got a big race. I got to walk. He sleeps with his fans. That's deplorable. Oh yeah, and not professional at all. He turns the light off, of course, which starts the fan. Doing it right in front of everybody. You should at least clean up afterwards. My God, that's a lot of socks. Gym socks. And cut. <laughs> right, just looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep. I think I'm a couple seconds before you, but I don't care. You know, so this intro to sleep pills. Right, which in 1926, this fucking must be killer. Heroin or something. But they're shaped like aspirin. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so they were manufactured somehow. Yeah, just like cocaine was. You could do any old drug you wanted before they made laws, you know? Look, look how many, I mean, he gives them the whole bottle, of course. Oh, no, you fool. He doesn't like this guy. He's gonna, he first off, they're competing, which I don't think Cargass realizes. The <laughs> second one, down with booze? <laughs> but not all the booze. Watch, he's going to no, reserve they're gonna, it. They're going to rule it a suicide. Uh-huh. I know, this movie's great. Here you go. Have this. Now sleep in the hole in your bed. Don't they have to pay the hotel? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I'm going to bill you for this. Now, here we go. Think of any other comedian. Like, think of Jim Carrey going to sleep. This yeah. guy just does it differently. I can't sleep. Can't sleep. I think that's what he's saying, right? Yeah. He's like, fire my agent. He's saying over and over again, fire my agent. Can't sleep. Yeah. All right. Okay. Hey, great. Carl, keep going. Carl, right. keep going. Keep dragging it out. Don't pretend you're sleepy just yet. Right. Yeah, I can't sleep. See? He's so anti on this. Yeah. Which is strange. So Carl, he uh he kicked the he did three movies uh with Capra and then he fired everybody from that crew. Listen, I, I before you go on, I won't interrupt too much, but I just gotta say. Where do you see Arbuckle shares his story? But go ahead. Okay. Well, no, I I know I I read a couple like books about his own oh. studios making his own. Yeah. Companies. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and these guys were superstars. I mean, this is 1926. Who who knows how big they are? Look, he's finally it's finally hitting him. 
uh, he uh, he directed his own movies. He thought Capra wasn't good enough, and his movies I haven't seen. Like I just heard about this guy. I I uh-huh. saw him and I saw his character in the movie Stan and Ollie, but I didn't realize you know that he has such a huge background. He he directed a couple of his own movies. They flopped. First National broke it up, and he went. He kind of wound up uh, couldn't get his silent films done. But by 1928, you know they were making talkies, and he went back to Hal Roach, and they had this silent movie star who's going to do a talkie with him. And it's on YouTube, and I absolutely recommend okay. looking for it. He's passed while he sleeps, looking for uh, Harry Langdon's first talkie. It's one of the worst fucking things, the craziest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. His voice was a little weird. Like he kind of knew what, kind of knew what, a little hike pitch, a little, a little, a little uh, and it was weird. And then at the end, one of the characters, one of the guys comes and talks directly to the camera and says, hi, I'd like to get out of character and welcome Harry Langdon <laughs> to Mr. Roach. Welcomes Harry Langdon. This is the first talking for Hal Roach. And uh, Mr. Roach uh, looks forward to working with him. That's the end of the, of the uh, thing. You have to watch it. All right, so here we have we have all the international world it's champion walkers. Run. That's exactly right, but uh, Burt Reynolds is not there. What right? the fuck did you do to my hotel? This is the weird thing. Is like his buddy. I don't know who this guy is, honestly. Oh, he was the owner of the hotel? Yeah, maybe. All right, so he's oh that makes more sense because he has to go on his own. He's like <laughs> he's groggy, but he's alive. Yeah, I mean, this is pretty cool stuff. So you know the story goes like it's kind of a profical, right? How Carl did I pronounce it right? The story a, prof- a what a profical where what? it's not really true, but you just say it anyway. It kind of became the story. A fiction. Approximately. Anyway, approximal. Did Jesus use him a lot? No, no. Look at his foot's caught in there. Anyway, so the story goes is that Capra. uh, Parabola. 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 All right, never mind. (laughs) Paragon of. No, it's a proctical. A proctical. A proctical. The story. Anyway, so it said he said, you know, the story goes is that he lost it after that. And uh, the, 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 the influence of sleeping pills is that, yeah, why he's, he's walking off trouble. Okay, he had, I like the spittoon in the uh hotel room too that he, he used. <laughs> For so, here's chewing tobacco. So, what I didn't get is that, like, I thought this guy came, like, drove a car over and said, Harry, you got to go because now here comes Harry and he's in a cab again. This is halfway through the movie, the race is finally we saw extended night before. Look how he has to wear such a uniform. Oh, well, yeah, it's a checkered cap. So this guy, I don't know who this comic is. Like, he's listed, actually. I do have his name. His name is Brooks Benedict. Uh Uh-huh. And for some reason, this is, like, the longest uh, run. I love Brooks Benedict, like, with the Hollandaise. uh, It's a little too rich for me. You know, once in a while, I'll go out and have a Brooks Benedict. This whole like asking for change bit goes on forever. And then there's a payoff that's just fucking nuts. But other than that, this is completely out of place. You know, like asking for, yeah, it doesn't go with the plot. He's asking for to tip him. Yeah, no, he's saying you got to pay the fare, man. Listen, you got to pay the fare, man. Oh, yeah, let me go check. Uh, I have have two bits. Hey, you want two bits? 
yeah, he has no money, right? And uh, so it gets even matter. Hey, man, this is my only scene in your movie, and I'm going to be bye, expecting bye, bye. crazy. People are respecting Joe Crawford. They're expecting Nick Cargus. Not going to happen. I have to get my money before this movie could continue. You're getting to be a pest. What are you, on drugs? <laughs> right. <laughs> he goes back into the cab. I'm a couple seconds. All right, so, yeah, so, like... It's funny, but it doesn't go with... Yeah, we want him to get in the race. We want him to walk for Joan Crawford, you know? He uh, he divorced his wife. His wife and was together for, like, 20 years, and they divorced kind of around this time. He's going to throw a brick at him? Uh-oh. Yeah. Right. All this for a quarter. It's kind of frustrating his uh, sleeves. Right. You notice he's like a child. He, he runs behind the guy that, you know, like he breaks it and then he runs behind him. Okay, so this is all-timey fighting, Carl. You know, you got to take your jacket off. You got to roll up your sleeves. Yeah, like in the ring. Yeah. There's a big, you just Here can't sponge. That's it. That's the joke. That's what we spent so three minutes of this, this movie. Because he couldn't use his arms? He had the quarter all along. <laughs> if, if the guy just waited, he would have got his quarter. He would have had his window broken. No, it's not the guy's fault. It was time to pay, and he wasn't paying. Yeah. But it's all because he couldn't reach into his own pocket. Okay, right. so he's super late, right? Yeah, right, but they got to take his photo. <laughs> <laughs> he's not into it. Also, this is a marathon. everyone. But this is a marathon, not a sprint. So he doesn't have, you know, like you don't have to run up and get it. Yeah, we're we're fucking floating after that barbecue. I ate so much meat, I'm hallucinating. Yay, burdens! They ruined our town. Hello, sweetheart. Yes, I wish you the best. I'm John Crawford. Oh, so he's a cell number. Yeah, well. I don't think he's creepy or anything. Let's see what he has to say in this little note. All right. You go. I know a couple seconds behind, but I've seen this movie a few times. So creepy. But she likes him. She actually likes him. Okay, here's a note. Not creepy at all. Let's see what it says. It's creepy. Huh. I love you, 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 I love you. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, Carl, maybe this Why do you think that's creepy and not sweet? How come she thinks it's sweet? Because there's another note attached to it saying, hey, I haven't heard you since the last note. Just want to make sure everything's okay. And then there's that's a third funny. note attached to it that's that says, funny. oh, hi. Oh, hey, sorry, it's me, Harry. Okay, I'll, I'll write you a note later. And then there's a fifth note that goes, hey, I'm really concerned. I haven't heard you... Uh, Right back to me from the last four notes. Yeah, if I if the, if I'm not in, the postmaster will leave a message. Yeah, look, oh. he's winning. And then they're like the twelfth notes, like I don't like you anyway. I thought you were stuck up the first time I met you. Then there's the thirteenth <laughs> note. Oh, hey, sorry about that last note. <laughs> that was really crazy of me to write that. This joke's been done before. That's why I'm not cracking up. It's good. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense, Carl. They're in Massachusetts doing a, a countrywide walk. What difference does it make? What 
what path he takes or how fast he is. What is also, that? It's a coil, like an electrical coil. Like on the inside of a lock or something? Well, you know, there's a big pile of shoes or whatever. Oh, no, that's later. But I, I think he like, maybe his house was like a mess. Maybe that was a piece of the fan or something, like the hotel room. Oh, right, right. And he got stuck in his shoe. Now, isn't this cheating? Yeah, I mean, it is cheating, but there's no path. You just have to get to checkpoints, different towns. and, and check Oh, in. so it's not cheating. You don't have to stay on Route 80 the whole way. Right, but also as a competition, it's funny that everyone is in sync except for Harry. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. they're pretty just taking a friendly walk, just fellow world traveler, walk, world champion walkers. You know, there's a lot of sheep in Massachusetts. Who turned all these cows loose and their yeah. sheep? I know that black sheep. This is a military base. If you need any assistance, you should contact the uh, private keepout. Minor threat, black sheep. Oh, that's a good song. Look, it's uh, hi, oh, it's private no, keepout. No, that's so scary. Carl, it's all right. Not real life. He's long dead. He died already. These are practical effects. No, they kind of painted. I mean, they had to. Oh, Look at that. Goodness. The camera is what he did. Okay, so maybe that's a film footage. He, uh, so when the talkies started going in force, he still found work. He got a, a real crazy second career uh, playing like second fiddles and like mostly not for television, but for like B movies. You know, the second right. movie would be an hour and there would only be two reels of film. They call them two reelers. So he did a bunch of like dumb two reelers. And I actually. The research I did, Carl, because I really wasn't familiar with this guy 24 hours ago, I typed in his name, and on Tubi, they have a lot of these films from the 40s, uh -huh. like 58 minutes. Uh, I saw, what did I see? Delinquent Dads, or like Misleading Dads. Let me see what it was called. It was all about the theater seats, keeping them coming and going and grinding. Misbehaving Husbands, and he kind of was like a Jack Benny husband type of character. And then I saw him in All American Co-Eds. Where this uh, girls' school? Well, he was like the administrator of a girls' college. He said, "Let's get those stupid frat boys to join our school, and then we can see how they're all idiots." And he <laughs> he's talking, but he kind of looks like Ivan Stang, but a little bigger. Wait a, little... wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! His solution is to hammer himself, uh huh, so he can dangle. Right. It's kind and... of ingenious. So, uh, well. <laughs> He's at, he's hard at it. Oh wait, so check out you say, well, what's gonna happen to him? It's fucking amazing. All right. I, I know you're getting ahead of me, but I I, I haven't I heard can't of believe that that's not real in the background there. Like Well, they painted that factory for Frank Franklin's shoes. They had to. They did that. You know, there was a lot of trickery for the Harold Lloyd thing. It wasn't a real shot. And there's no way. How could they even get the camera set up, let alone have this guy dangle like that? Oh no. Right, but check it out. <laughs> Look at it. There's, there's a dog all of a sudden. He's on the sled, Carl. He's just flipped right over. Yeah, I think this was in a James Bond film, and it was uh -huh. also uh, oh, in... Jackie Chan did this too. He rolled down a yeah. hill. He it was just him and his North Face jacket. And we also Fantasy Island one. Really, my yeah. fantasy is is to recreate the Buster <laughs> Keaton scene in, in Seven Chances. That no, was like a chase. But remember, those boulders fell on him, and that was yeah. this last year. So he falls, and then boom, it creates a fence. But these are real stunts he did, right? I mean, he slid down, and it magically turned. 
these little stray boulders around him. <laughs> Private, keep out. Oh, I didn't know this was a military base. Give my regards to private keep out. I keep saying that joke, Carl. All right. So this is where it gets crazy. So his dad's not concerned about the factory. He's going to the movies. Fuck it. So here it is. <laughs> this is where you would see this movie. It gets fourth wally really fast. Like I love Carl. I'm a big fan of movies where the characters go see a movie, especially if they go to the exploitation house. See, there's a guy playing. And they're right there. It's the first checkpoint in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> John Burden, wealthy shoe man. And so people would want to hear that. Bing a dinga bunga 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 Can you imagine like suddenly the movie is in a movie theater and there's a guy playing it and you're like playing like him? Like this is kind of fourth wally, right? This is like the final destination, the 3D one, where they go into a movie house in 3D and they get jabbed by they die in 3D in the movie house. Yes. Yeah. It's hey, my old boy. <laughs> That's my boy. I taught him everything he knows about walking. That's how I ended up in this wheelchair. <laughs> That's how I'm in a wheelchair. He wore me out. Look, he's he's representing me oh, by wearing the competitors. California? No, they're not. But he can't wait. He, he's creeping. Okay. He's, he needs boundary issues. Boundary. Boundary. This is still filming. So this is weird what this film does. So this is present day Burn, Massachusetts. They're watching this film reel. But all of a sudden, it's not. It cuts to him in real life, in real time in, <laughs> in Cleveland. <laughs> Look at this guy's face. So Jersey. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the fuck you do? Fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, he just kissed her. Yeah. And it caught on camera. Hey, that's my boy. He kissed her without her consent. So this is a Civil War song. Tramp, tramp, tramp. The boys are marching. Oh, wait, I have the lyrics. <laughs> so this was a... Uh, it was meant that to sing when you were captured by the Confederacy. It was a Union song. Uh, it's tramp, tramp, tramp. The boys are marching. Cheer up, comrades. Today will come. Comrade. And beneath, and beneath the starry flag, we shall breathe the air again of the free land of our beloved home. So that's, that's how it goes. So, and there was a Confederate version where they changed it. So it was like, hey, fuck Southern fuck brother. Fuck the goddamn North. <laughs> right. Tramp, tramp on their heads. So this movie takes another derailment, right? So somebody's been eating blueberries. So they pull out a gun to trace the, the guy who's eating. It's those damn runners are eating our fruit. <laughs> he's pregnant with fruit. Yeah, he's just having to walk by <laughs> completely guilty, like a kid, right? Just completely caught. Yeah, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Nothing to see here. That guy, shh. The guy's looking. <laughs> I got him right here. Yeah. You guys are also looking. Right. He's like, don't worry about it. The cops in the back. <laughs> so, I'll uh, hide this blue juice till my ass. Like the blue juice. Hi. So he like took the blueberries, took his bread, and then chicken. Dude, he has an actual live chicken in his shirt. <laughs> 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 I mean, Jesus Christ. 
Maybe it's a puppet. What was that? It was a real chicken. He's gonna knock it. Oh, there the bread lo- <laughs> All right, so now no more of the race. We're gonna take another detour. Tramp, tramp, so tramp, the boys are watching. Yeah, this is like 10 minutes later. He's on a chain gang where you have to carry your own uh Boy, chain. Jury and a convictioner. Don't ever steal blueberries in this town, I'll tell you. They'll fuck you up. Is he gonna escape? So he's fake trampant. <laughs> he's fooling everybody. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, this is great. Like this is like Chris Elliott. He's kind of like Chris Elliott, right? I mean, like he's going to uh do as less work, minimal work as possible on the chain gang. But you know, the later his later acting roles, these comedies, these crazy old stupid comedies, they're great bad movies. And his comedy of style changes. Uh-huh. You know, he, he's more like uh and the co-ed and all American co-ed, he's like vaudevillian on the stage or moving the hands and he's talking and he like he covers his hand with his mouth uh and then in the other one the uh misleading husbands or whatever it's called he's like jack benny you know he's kind of he has a family family served by uh there's a, a black butler and a black maid or whatever they're serving him breakfast and he said oh why didn't you wake me up and the the, the guy says I did. I tried to wake you up until I was black in, in my face. And uh, Harry Langdon goes, black in the face. Huh. Huh. You hear that, Mary? Funny joke. Black in the face. So he was black in the face. That was the joke. But he's like a department store owner who gets, uh, he's setting up a female mannequin in the bed and the whole town mis- misconstrues it. So, but he's like, you know, like he's kind of a hammy guy later. He's like kind of not as dry as this. You know, he, he's wet. He's wet humor. Yeah. So he's just fucking around with the police, right? But he's... <laughs> yeah, that must have hurt. That must have been not a prop, right? Like, if for him to trip. No, it's probably pretty light. But he trips. It doesn't fly with him when he when he walks away. It might be a prop when he drops on the guy's foot. <clears throat> it's got some weight to it, but, I mean, it's a movie. Right, I know, but... Sometimes the, the stunt of it, it is a movie, and this movie is still going on. We won't see the race for a while. So they're just walking. Yeah, well, they got to break the quarry down. So he, he doesn't want to do the heavy pickaxe thing, right? Look, he's getting down to dirty. He's got a little hammer. He's sitting on a pebble. <clears throat> this rock's not going to break, so you know what? I'll just get a smaller rock. <laughs> yeah he looks in the hammer <clears throat> do you think that's a that must be a prop hammer that hit him on the head yeah I mean the things we saw about Buster Keaton were doing and we're like this is real this is real it was all like his physical jumping and leaping and throwing wood and do- you know dodging wood and this is different I mean he's getting hit on the head by a piece of metal it's gotta be it's Take, a yeah. It's a movie. But, you know, this guy's like, yeah, that was pretty funny. You got fucked up. <laughs> You're right, pal. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, all right, pal. You're right, pal. Ah, oh, it doesn't life suck having a second time. All right. It's yeah, walking off. Drugged. 
Yeah, but he still it must be from the sleeping pills from the first reel. Really? For real. <laughs> yeah, he's like, this is the second time it's happened. Life is the general funny. was eight reels. That's wow. footage. He had to edit. He had rough footage of 200,000 miles. In this movie, he covers his hand. Like, isn't it funny? I got hit in the head the second time. So he uses his hand to cover. In the Bob Hope movie, he's like in the in the uh, department store where he's playing like Jack Benny. There's a scene where he's looking at models wearing clothing. And right. he looks at him and he covers his hand. He goes, I don't like it. So it's, it's, <laughs> I've seen him do his hands thing three different times. Right? He got back at him. Right. And then what does he say? Hey, pal, that's just the way life goes. Am I right? I five. Hey. It's just in there. Ha ha ha. Life sucks, huh? I thought that was pretty funny. Like, this is the only time he stands up for himself, too. <laughs> he hit him on the head with the fucking rock. <laughs> he made it right out. Yeah, yeah now this guy's like, yeah. I'm going to take my bowling chain and go. So, this is a crazy scene, right? This guy, like, Tex Avery. He sees the the policeman like having playing cards, and he knows where the lockbox is, where they keep all the guns, and the, the key. So while those guys are having playing cards or having a smoke or whatever yeah. they do in nineteen twenty six, he's going to unlock these nineteenth century bowling chains these guys have in nineteen twenty. Right? Do they really have that nineteen thirty six nineteen twenty six? I'm sure because like eighteen eighties was just. A little while ago I, i'm right. not sure the answer but uh it doesn't come from i can't see any civil war prisoners with those on their shield right i can't i see mean old-timey photos of i always said you had to do commit a crime for a chain gang you know not for stealing like a loaf of bread like les miserables style <laughs> well if that was france in a different time and was it though carl no, it was <laughs> All right, so he's got a gun. So what does our friend do? <laughs> he's such a dumb man. <laughs> thank you for this better hammer. Yeah, thank you. Well, I could I could definitely break small rocks here. Now I don't know if this is like real ammo in this movie or what. You know, these when they do special effects and stuff. There's, I don't know if like no, they use blanks. Uh we talked about in the general, one of the injuries was uh an AD got shot in the face. Wow. By a blank. Yeah. Now it's just so they're going to line up, but you know what? They all unlock their uh, ball and chain. They all have guns in their pocket. Right. But our like dummy. <laughs> no, our dummy still has the ball and chain. And he already shot his gun. Riot. We're going to have a little police riot. This movie has everything, Carl. Police riot, uh, prison riot. This is me. Like, should I leave? So is he gonna? Yeah, like he's he's so indecisive. Like he starts to run, he turns around. He, it looks yeah. like he's gonna maybe help him. He's are gonna you report okay? it? So how is he, he now? These guys are shooting, really shooting. Now are they? He's gonna have to hop on there with the ball and chain. Oh, okay. So he so he made his decision. All right. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> look at how he gallops. I know it's crazy. He's fucked. Say so this the next best thing. Train humor. It was really big in 1926. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of those rock guitarists who are like... Yeah, like playing the middle of a solo. 
Yeah. yeah, he's making that guitar face too, scrunching it up. Oh, so he God. ran to the yeah, walk. forty minutes, forty miles later. Ah, 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 ooh, he. It finally stopped. <laughs> I just love this. Like, this happened to be water right there. Uh, so he, I mean, this is rivals Chaplin. Fuck him. Fuck Chaplin. <laughs> Damn right. Now, so his shoes don't take. So, so my he has whole no bottoms. Right. That's right. So my whole theory of uh, who is his dad's shoes he's wearing to walk cross country, or if it's Burden's shoes, it doesn't matter because he wears them out by by being stuck on a train. Right. Now his chain is cut, but he won't know it. Right. And right now, <laughs> the ball, and then there'll be a scene in which he's really distanced himself from it, and he'll go, "Oh darn!" and run back and. Get wait, it. he's about to go, but he's like, "Oh, I forgot! I got to carry this ball with me." And it's just so happy that no one else survived the desert. Oh no, they're not at the desert yet. I don't think. <clears throat> get out of here, you. This is like a really macabre competition, too, because the other competitors are lost. They didn't make it to the desert or what have you. And they're just like, oh, well, that's just the fatal aspect of our competition. You know, people may die, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is another crazy sign. Why would this guy do this? <laughs> or at least I, hopefully it was one take. Where'd you go? Walking with his floppy ass feet. So meanwhile, his dad is hooked on the movies. Isn't that crazy? Like he gets to see the newsreel, the, the Silver City Utah. Movie Tone. Movie Tone News. Dateline. Utah. Another checkpoint. See, there's the piano player. Shut up. Stop making cute yeah. noises. Yeah, yeah, back then they didn't have the technology to mute that guy. You know, one version uh, I was listening to, like uh, on YouTube, the piano. They mentioned France, and they started playing like, all right, they made it. Like everyone else is dead. Oh no, they got to cross the desert. This is it. Well, yeah, it's, that makes so much sense. Look, his father doesn't even say for Betty Boop. <laughs> What about the Merry Melody, sir? He hasn't gotten a Woody in years. Why are you waiting around for Betty Boop? And City. Oh, yeah, this is crazy. Sand City. So, you know, we think there's a race. I saw that had... movie. There were different segments. There was uh, some of it was cartoon. Sand City, right? Sand City, yeah. I was going to make a joke about that. I said, that's too obscure. Or it's too too much of a stress. Not that it's obscure. It's good we refer to that movie this week. Look, there's another shoe store there. Probably That's Burton's nice. shoes. Yeah. Okay. That's right. So he meets him outside his, his shoe stores across America. She's excited to see her boy. Like, why did his, are they supposed to show up exactly in one time? Oh, yeah, here he is. He did it. He made it through the desert. Everyone else is dead. Oh, so we won't see the desert? I don't, you know, this is all must have been shot in California, especially if he's made like two other movies in that time span. 
Here's my favorite line. This movie. Ah, the wolves. Yeah, but they don't call the police or anything, and they didn't have anyone monitoring them. So it's like, no, she, she already got the letter. I love you, love you, whatever. So she was feeling bad. So everyone realized he that that pays for that crime. But it's just like they don't get sued for like having a competition where people die. This is why those laws got invented. Yeah, that's right. Like this, that's so right. It's illegal, my friend. You cannot put it in your soda. Now, this movie studio lot must have a, a giant wind machine. Uh-huh. Right, so, yeah. I did it. Don't worry about it. But are there in Florida filming, right? One of your big pet peeves. No, no, this is even worse. It's a guy cone. Or cyclone, sorry, the text. Look at that. Man, that's special effects. It's not a typhoon. It's, it's a... Uh, because my um, stepbrother, Ken, he's got a lot of money. He's a typhoon. Monopoly typhoon? <laughs> yes. I look, people are running. Look, look at, at the shoe store. Okay. Yeah, this is crazy. They must have, like, how did they do this? They must have, like, six fans or something just blasting through a lot. I'm here. Duh. Where is everybody? Duh. At last, the breeze. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make sense. Oh, he was in the desert. That's why. Yeah, I get it. Christ-like. Angelic, perhaps. And he looks good with the beard. I'm going to find more movies by him, Carl. I hate it's, to tell you. Okay, he's to... great. He's hilarious. It's, yeah, but uh... I want his talkies. I want him with the really bad comedies that he did. Okay. But yeah, no, he, we, we should do another one of his silent. Whatever you want. Uh, yeah. So. I haven't picked a movie yet. Can't seem to walk across the. What What's no. decisive? Okay. Can't make it past the wind. Okay, I get it now. He's trying to cross. But the wind machine's in the alleyway and he won't let him pass. You're right. But again, they must have created some new laws about people walking to all these stunts they do are just nuts. <laughs> Did he do it? No. No. Go back to the corner. Look at He's his like a kid. outfit, man. I know. Pattered from the desert. Oh yeah, that'll that'll do it. That'll launch you, you dummy. We <laughs> got an umbrella. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Eee. All right. <laughs> now, this is how. So he's a vaudevillian, right? And uh, now he walks onto a barber set. Except he's such a minimal comic. He's the only guy here. Like, there's no barber in the whole vaudevillian barber routine. But the the cyclone will change things. The cyclone will change things. Yeah, like he'll, he'll play off the cyclone. So instead of having like a barber on stage with him in this movie, it's this movie set in the wind. <laughs> he's going to be naked now? Yeah. So Cyclone was a great producer. Of course, he was one of the famous Jews, uh, Cyclone. Cyclone. He had his own production company. Sayonara Productions. 
He thinks he heard someone outside. Yeah. Whoa, this is camera effects. No, it's it's I think it has to be a studio. So they're rocking it back and forth like it's a machine designed to do. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff like that in this movie. Yeah, look how it's made to it might even, I'm not kidding, be cardboard. Maybe. I don't know what they had back then. They didn't have corrugated. But they had movie lots, you know, where they, yeah. they had sound stages. So they, they must be filming it while outside they have hydraulics going. You know, it's a different variety of, uh, like, a look, how crazy is that? Him hanging off the uh, building. You're going to shut the door? Yeah, they really have the fan. There's no acting needing, needed in this role. I, you know, they're like, hey, Cargus, can you pretend you pretend to push the door? No, he goes, hello, friend. Yeah, but look at this. He doesn't recognize him. There's some guy in a dress. Right. Oh. Where? Floppy shoes. Yeah. The, the 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 town shot of the cyclone, what do you think that is? It's not stock footage. They did it. They could have hand drawn it. There wasn't much information on it, you know, like about the production. I would have to find like an actual book. Carl, I have to tell you, like all my film reference books, like my video hound and my Leonard Moulton, which would list list this, I, w- I didn't bring when I moved. So uh-huh. I, I didn't have any physical references. I just have my like cult movie books. So right. Even then, I couldn't, couldn't really find. I, it, so. I was really looking for your best guess, you know how they yeah. do these effects. I think you've nailed it. About I don't know, it's hydraulics. It's probably you're just pushing it. You know, it's like a funhouse. Like they must be in a stage. Yeah, and, yeah. He's, he just got blown in there. It's like you're great. mad at the fans. You think that's unfair to them? It's. You think that hurt being like pushed on your butt, like dragged yeah. on your butt like that? Yes, yes. But I think he's, uh, you know. 33. I think he can handle it. Yeah, he can handle it. And I think in 1926, increase, increase was like operators. And... Wow. I know. It's no no expense spared. It's like Indiana Jones surviving. Yeah, yeah nuke the fridge, but this time he, uh, he telephoned the, he, he win the, boom, the win the booth. He hung up the phone. <laughs> well, that's it. Done. He survived it. No, there's still more. Wow, it's like a tr- sometimes it looks like a train set, and they focus the film a little bit, and with all the wind, you believe it. I'm suspending disbelief. You think maybe the U.S. government blew, like, dropped another bomb and gave him the footage? Yeah, it's a lot of effects for a movie. Yeah. The walking movie. If he was just walking, I would have been satisfied. This they is spent cool. their money on this. This is Forrest Gump. Somebody better come and get their building. <laughs> We're almost wrapping up. Believe it or not, he's going he's gonna <clears> to <throat> save the day by saving this building. This, this, is, this is like my favorite scene. <laughs> and then, boom, like two shots. This, like, he doesn't, you don't even see him go up the stairs. I got, you know, I was coming right up. Next scene, I'm up. Next scene, we're out. Is it her? Yeah. What luck? Saved her. 
Yeah, brought her into the cyclone. Go down the basement, bitch. Uh, by <laughs> bitch, I meant the male. I, by bitch, I meant, you know, uh, <laughs> the bitch is back. It's a, he, they have priorities, you know? Yes. They, yeah. Oh, no. Look at my model train set. It's the fall of the house of Usher. He did working on that model set, Usher. Carl, I'm sorry, Dad. Carl, we were making a film, Dad. We were making a film when there was a cyclone. Carl, you ruined my Lionel train set. My father gave this to me. Oh, can I have it? Because I'm going to ruin it. No, you can't have it. That you, have show you first have to show respect to the Lionel train Whoa, set. What is that? That was stop motion or some shit. Yeah. He chases the cyclone out. How did he do it? By throwing shoes at it? Bricks. Threw bricks at it, and it took to the air. Uh-huh. Yeah, he didn't save shit. Look at that place. Okay, he made it go away. He didn't save shit. No, did you read the placard? Yes. <laughs> the John Luke placard? <laughs> Just because I read it doesn't make it so. He didn't save shit. Still love his shoes. This is just like a. So now so we're here we are. At the end. How many no. years have passed? Well, no, it's you know a couple. Of, well, not more than three months, I hope. And his dad's going to find out on the news. So again, this is after the fact when the newsreel is aired and shot. But well, we don't I know as audience. Like two miles per hour, and I think it's over three thousand miles. Right. This is also a walking race. Eating the run at the end. So he yeah. wins. So at one point, does the audience know that we have to watch it in the movie? We have to watch it in the movie theater in the movie theater. So they did get married, right? And the so only it's not a creepy story; it's a romantic story. You know, the only well, she's an heiress too. The only trivia I saw in IMDb was that uh, for this shot, they 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 had a baby and it didn't work out, so he did this. And that's it, funny, I guess. It, it's funny for like what two seconds it goes da 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 the end do 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 MGM you know Paramount Pictures the end. That's it's not just No, now he has a teddy bear. We'll stick with that. His stick is that he's like a little kid, like an innocent kid, not an angry kid or not a you know man. He's literally a man child or child man, right? Right. But he does one crazy stunt before the movie ends. He's going to flip 360 this crib, and I don't know how he falls out or what. What? Crib... Okay. Yeah, so he has a crib, right? It's going to flip, like, over. It's going to do a 360. So like one of the... the force will keep him in place? I don't know how they do it. Like, this is baffling. He broke his milk and glass bottles? I know. <laughs> He's going to poke the milk! See this bit never ends. It doesn't end. They should have the the uh, da, 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 da. first national picture. All right, Whoa. Oh, no. cut away and cut back. They matched action very well. But all right, they... yeah. I didn't, the first two times I saw it, I thought he he actually did the flip. Now finally, da 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 da. Carl, what you think of this movie? I uh, enjoyed it very much. I like his comedic acting and timing and all that jazz. 
Yeah. Uh, it was really good. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah, me too. It was cool. Like again, like his later films, which I recommend. He's a completely different comedy style. It's more of like kind of overplaying it every time. But uh, I, so first I ever heard of him. This was good. I, I'm going to have to check out the other two that Capra directed. And then I want to check out the films he directed. The ones that are supposed to be so bad it ruined his career. Right. You know, that's an invitation to me. And he didn't ruin his career. He just did a lot of lousy, funny movies afterwards. Carl, now, uh, yeah. Next one? Yeah. So these are movies that are in the public domain. And we have a short What's the name of the short? I'm going to type it in now. It's called Fool's Luck 1926. Fool's Luck 1926. The channel we like is Victor 1960 FUL. Victor 1960 FUL. Fool's Luck, ladies and gentlemen, 1926. And this is another comedic icon, Fatty Arbuckle, right? Yeah, this is Fatty Arbuckle. All right, we're ready for the second feature. Very excited. Oh, I really enjoyed that celebrity comedian. Here he or she is here again for celebrity comedian countdown. Take it away, Carl. All right, so let's get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's get ready to Rumba. Okay, so let's get ready to Brumba. And now. What you've all been waiting for, master of the descending numerals. The countdown king himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh? All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. <laughs> what a great callback. <laughs> what a great callback. Right, here, here we, we go. are, Fool's Luck, a Fatty Arbuckle film, but it presents 